when some people are tossing their high strangeness salads, they go for Skinwalker Blue Cheese, Skinwalker Balsamic Vinaigrette, or even Skinwalker Caesar. But Steve and Joey, they know that only one thing will satiate their paranormal cravings. They're hungry for Skinwalker Ranch. Today, they're chowing down on a steakhouse wedge salad topped with green lasers, lights in the sky, a sinkhole that makes you woozy, and a heapin' helpin'. A season one, episode two of The Secret of Skinwalker Ranch, Night Visions. <laughs> no digging. Shit. No digging. <laughs> Fuck. Holy shit. Let's use this magnet. <laughs> That's. I was going to add that, uh, like I was just telling you off air, uh, I'll add in some of the highlights of the, the strangeness that happens per episode, but I forgot the name and I couldn't find it. Oh, neodymium magnet. I was going to put that in there, too. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> uh, that's a new dimium magnet. I know you were exactly. really into the old ones, but yeah, vintage dimiums. Us neophytes were, I mean, it's, it's kind of where the tech is going. And so you're kind of acting like a dinosaur here with your dimium, you know, uh, your what is it? Proto dimium? No, proto is like yeah. pre pre dim. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> what would what would old be in like a Latin post? Uh, not Neo post. And, um, well, post op corpus poster. <laughs> yeah, I'm into post op mag. Dong cut. <laughs> yes, I'm into the uh, latest dong cuts. I'm going in for dong cut surgery. I'll finally be myself. <laughs> <laughs> We're happy for you. Okay, We're as you said before recording, high five. Yeah, high five. <laughs> sure. <laughs> uh, when I told him that uh, uh, my lovely wife was uh ovulating and so i had to uh you know take care of business uh for about 20 minutes before the show <laughs> i'm throwing up double shakas over here yeah 19 <laughs> minutes of just lube oh. <laughs> and then yeah about uh, 30 seconds of cleanup so yeah 19 minutes of me jerking off into a latex glove and then a right. minute of desperately trying to slurp it into her uh right. her beautiful uh birth canal so um I'm thinking of little. Uh, I'm thinking of little Italian men from Venice, uh, uh, you know, po- pulling those gondolas along the birth canal. <laughs> yes, of life. Yes, viva, <laughs> the long stick. Yes, viva la Italy. <laughs> Polling. <laughs> uh, you want to vote for Trump or Biden? Yeah, so the- <laughs> <laughs> taking a poll here, huh? <laughs> yeah, not pineapple on a pizza. Or no pineapple on pizza. <laughs> There's only one right choice. <laughs> uh, anyway, welcome. To the show, unfortunately, uh, due to multiple unforeseen circumstances, some bad, some good, uh, could not do a Twitch stream tonight. I came home too late. It is 9 p.m. And uh, yes, he doesn't need to drive 35 miles each way to my house um, this late. So uh, twitch.tv slash promulgation should be back next week. So check that out. Watch our stories on Instagram.com slash probing ancient aliens. Uh, we always let you know when we are going to go live. And um, yeah, it's Monday night. It is. We, uh, we recorded Tuesday night last week, correct? We were. Yeah. 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 yeah we short. Similar yeah. time too, actually. Yes. Um, uh, but yeah, there's some uh, Gorse Jorner art sneaks on the story mm-hmm. right now. <laughs> yes, I know. We're still, a, we're still a logoless show or an official logoless show, but he's watching. He's watching episodes of uh, the Secret of Skinwalker Ranch to be inspired, but yeah, he had a great one that I'll, have, I'll definitely have to post that. No, I did. Soon. Oh, you did. Oh shit! Did you post it tonight? Yeah, I used Whoa. it in our story. 
Oh God, I didn't even see it. Sorry. Um, I was too busy, you know, uh, doing the nasty as they say. Oh yeah, there it is. Um, (laughs) uh, (laughs) uh, that is a really good picture. (laughs) It's, I mean, again, I know that, I know that anyone that's natural at anything goes like, it's just, it's just, I just think of it and I put it on paper. I think of it and I do this or whatever, but it's like, it just blows my mind that he or anyone can just, oh, let's just, just draw what's in my fucking whip up. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you're, I think you're a better between the two of us, I think you're the better artist. You have a very Mike judge esque style, like Beavis right, and right. style can get a and, caricature-ish uh, down. Yes. And I always think of the, uh, the Baja picture. The, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> have you seen my pen? <laughs> Stink lines out of his mouth. Yeah. Yeah. Breath was very bad. <laughs> um, make sure and support the show. If you like us over at, uh, patreon.com slash probing ancient aliens, because of course, Hungry Foreskin Walker Ranch presented by Probing Ancient Aliens, the flagship show. But that show is on hiatus for now because Ancient Aliens is was on hiatus for quite a while. We've caught up to all of all 200 and some episodes of that show. And uh, we're letting season 18 and 19 build up a little bit before we record those. So for the next refractory period. Yes, exactly. (laughs) For the next uh, (laughs) 17 episodes, including tonight's, uh, we'll be doing. Hungry Foreskin Walker Ranch. That that being said, do you remember when this show tends to air? Is it like a summer show, a fall oh show, a spring show? Yeah, I was thinking too, because I'm like, I know I definitely watched the first season. Can, when was the second season? Was that this summer? I Yeah, I feel like it was this past summer or something like that. Uh, so or, maybe, or maybe it, all because they film in summer, like they film during now. Right. I don't know. I don't know if season two is a year later. They could have just filmed it all in one big chunk or whatever. Right. But, uh, I would assume not. I would assume we'd have to stop filming. And it's this. for sure coming back for three. There is a season three scheduled. Yes. Okay. Um, but uh, uh, yeah, I would assume anyway. it's off from uh, probing <laughs> off from ancient aliens. Right. Because right, right. again, yeah, it's, it's the same production company and they probably just want something fresh on history channel, whether exactly. it's this or that kind of yes. deal. Uh, some, I mean, skipping ahead a little bit, uh, official normal intro instead of the cold open featuring Robert Clotworthy. So like the classic ancient aliens mm-hmm. narrator is doing the fucking opening to the secret of Skinwalker ranch. But uh, yeah, patreon.com slash probing ancient aliens. You can listen to exclusive podcasts twice a month for only five bucks a month or more over there. Uh, probing deeper. We probe a few knuckles deeper into all sorts of subjects, sorts of subjects related to aliens, UFOs, the paranormal and Ernest P. Worrell. Uh, Esquire. <laughs> uh, and then uh, that's kind of just our kind of like, uh, you know, catch rag show or catch all show. Yeah. Um, and, uh, but it tends to be 99% of the time. It tends to be in the world of, of high strangeness and the paranormal and UFOs and shit like that. Uh, and then adventurous ghosts is our ghost adventures podcast. That is much like probing ancient aliens, but for the travel channels, highly successful and highly hunky ghost adventure starring Zach Reagan, Zach Bagans over there. Um, that is, we're on, we're, we're coming up on the season four finale of that, that show, which is pretty crazy. So especially for a once a month show, but, uh, uh, for our, our patrons out there, our lovely patrons, sorry that it is almost the end of the month, but again, been a busy month for both of us, uh, for me unexpectedly, unfortunately, but, uh, and then Steve of course had his, his wonderful wedding and honeymoon, uh, the last couple weeks. So, see, um, but uh, yeah, we're going to catch up with those this week and make sure you get your, your five 
De Dineros were. <laughs> Belorises. Uh, yes. Uh, and then head over to blackholesupplycompany.com for Probing Ancient Aliens merchandise, disc golf discs, and disc golf apparel. You got them uh, You got them Iron Samurai 3s up there yet? Uh, yeah, I actually pulled out yours oh, today, and then I was like, oh, I guess not. But, um, <laughs> oh boy, I made a mess. And I always um, sold them to Pino. <laughs> <laughs> uh, which a couple things related to Pino I need to bring up. But oh, um, he reached out to me. <laughs> yeah, no, I put up the Cloud Breakers and sold out of those today. Nice. Uh, yeah, I got the Iron Samurais, but I don't think anyone wants those at this moment because yeah. they were on this mania site at like 4,000 of them. Oh, so wow. they so still they might even be up there. Yeah. Oh, it was that's a, like a they had an email that was like, oh, no limits anymore. Yeah. 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 It was like nonstop. So, yeah, those are on. I put the tactics or the nice. whatever razor claws. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Um, nice, nice. But, um, God damn it. I had a good Pino joke and now I totally forgot it. Oh, um, instead of the daimyo of tattooing, you could have the <laughs> Pinio. <laughs> <laughs> which is how you pronounce his name in italian yeah see like, oh, like pino. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> i'm the daimyo i'm the daimyo <laughs> of tattooing that's <laughs> pretty cool pretty cool scooters you got there i mean yeah. I, I mean I, what do i care i don't i, I drive a vespa around a space vespa yeah. around. <laughs> it'd be pretty sick <laughs> thank you i'm gonna drive the rain car <laughs> I'm gonna drive the hey, I got a V10 Rancor. Yeah. Pretty warm, <laughs> pretty sweet. Pretty. For some reason, even even though it had uh, hung out with uh, Denny Trejo for like its whole <laughs> life, all of a sudden it, it imprinted on me, and yeah. I know all of its behaviors, and now it's like a puppy dog for me. <laughs> we have a similar smell. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Makes a lot of sense, you know. Like that whole thing. I was, oh my god, this is the dumbest. Like like. Writing a rank or whatever, cool. I mean, oh, spoilers for Book of Boba Fett. A rank or gets ridden, but who cares? Mm-hmm. Um, you knew it was going to happen, being that there was a pit. You know the the rank yeah. that's still in there, but uh, uh, cool, I guess. But I mean, we could talk. We could talk about that. I mean, we could. That show could be worth a discussion on probing deeper because it is right. about aliens and shit like that. You know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That is one of the most fascinatingly strange productions of anything I've ever seen. Like, yeah. Conspiracy theories aside that like, Oh, it was struggling. So they made the last couple episodes like Mandalorian, like whatever. I don't but know. It wasn't struggling. True. No, it was. It, yeah, exactly. I mean, it, it had all... to be struggling pre-production exactly. or pre whatever, because exactly. they can't I was like, flip I was like, it that no. fast. I was like, John Favreau said it was going to be a lead in show to bridge the gap between seasons two and three of Mandalorian. So, right. Yeah. But, uh, anyway, yeah, maybe that's an easy one for probing deeper. We can do tomorrow or Thursday or something like that. Right. But, um, uh, we will save that for then. Uh, no, I was I was going to say it would be funny if <laughs> if you did sell Iron Samurais to Pino, yeah. like he as, as he like independently got into disc golf with nothing <laughs> to do with me because of course doesn't know anything that I do or care. Right, and it would just be funny if he got into disc golf coincidentally in South Carolina and shopped at your site. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> bought a probing shirt said hey joe i heard you're into aliens i bought this <laughs> <laughs> and it kind of looks like you on the yeah. logo there kind of wow huh great. <laughs> <laughs> <Get on>. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um as he would always say in his uh anti-islam jokes uh, it's a religion of peace you know oh but it's a religion of peace he would like end <laughs> sentences without, yeah, you know but it's a religion of peace <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, we have a little segment here that is full, 
full of one singularity, one star, one review with five stars. Uh, reaching well, five stars. I got another one too here on Castbox. Oh, shit. So we have a fucking. Are you telling me that we got a binary star that's gravitationally oh, yeah. linked? Like a it's pulse identifying star? That is binary, baby. <laughs> Uh, I identify as heteronormative binary, (laughs) but I talk like this. (laughs) I'm transis man. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm a transis. What the hell is playing? Oh, oops. Is that hot buns? (laughs) (laughs) No, I brought up Castbox and then just start playing uh, some random thing. I I don't know. I would know that soundtrack anywhere. (laughs) (laughs) I would listen to you across the moon. Uh, Reaching for the star is a segment we ask you little prolapster nuts out there to head to your favorite podcast service of choice, uh, but preferably the two biggest ones. I mean, it doesn't matter. We like all of them, but Spotify and Apple Podcasts would be a big help, especially Spotify because it's brand new to having uh, star ratings. So I still don't know if you can write reviews in those star ratings or if it's just the star ratings, but either way, it'll help us get found by more little prolapster nuts uh, and hopefully enough to link arms in space and make a, an entire um, uh, Dyson sphere around the sun and, uh, and all of our prolapses can just absorb and transfer all of the sun's energy into uh, terraforming our planet into a, a prolapse paradise where the air will always be moist enough that our prolapses can hang free and never dry out. Yes. There are aloe vera plants everywhere <laughs> ready to open up and give us their secret sauce so that we can be forever moistened. Yes. A, a new life form will, or, or, or we would just hybridize it where we would call an aloe vera anemone where it's an anemone, yeah. anemone, but it's full of aloe vera. So you can just dunk into that open oh, yeah. awe of, of beautiful hydrating, lotion substance mucus in uh, the anemone's mouth. So. Yeah, Sam splash it. Um, <laughs> oh, he's going off and off again. <laughs> oh, shit. The boy's prolapse is always too dry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here, the pineo, to make sure you dunk properly. Sure, sounds good. Would you like oh. a dunkaroo? Yeah. You <laughs> I can... recreated these out in space, too. <laughs> Hang out my back to tank with your prolapse. <laughs> <laughs> It'll shove it back in, but wet. <laughs> it's hanging out in my back to tank. Yeah. <laughs> you mean your asshole? <laughs> I know. I'm tasting yeah. it. <laughs> oh, I've been silking. <laughs> oh, I thought that was a dream because I dream every fucking time. Like, okay, we'll save it for a probe. Yeah. <laughs> can't deal with it. Um, oh, anyway, sorry. Uh, we have a five star rating on Apple Podcasts that I will read on the air and give that person a shout out because I did not finish the intro to the Reaching for the Stars segment. So uh, uh, Zim4567, a very nice young man, he uh, messaged us on Instagram to compliment us on the show. He writes, hungry for more, hungry for Skinwalker Ranch. And he spells it correctly with foreskin, F-O-R-E-S-K-I-N. Uh, five stars. The fire is back. Really looking forward to the new content with the Skinwalker Ranch. Uh, the Ancient Aliens episodes were getting repetitive, which is a dig on the show Ancient Aliens, not this excellent podcast. Highly recommend this podcast to anyone that needs a good laugh and to escape from this hectic world. 10 out of 10. Apple Podcast Canada. Uh, we, we we get the best reviews. Well, Bo Bandy aside, because he's, he's the review champion, of course. But yeah. Uh, we get the best, nicest reviews from like the people that seem to get the show, like the most, I will say the most sincere reviews yeah. from people in Canada. Cause, and just, just furthering the stereotype that Canadian people are 
I'm glad I got a Kermit. Noise. Are, uh, are more, yes, are noiser and more polite. So, yeah. Uh, and then you got one there? I got one. Uh, no offense to whoever left this because they, I think they're new to Castbox because their name is ID20361826. Um, I've just. Thanks, serial number. <laughs> they tell you unlock the extra pleasure zone of the big to think. The virtual erotic scenarios. <laughs> That's why I left that big furry bastard and I saw his car. <laughs> I left that big furry bastard in <laughs> the black did, did I tell you, Vincent? So my nephew uh-huh. said, hey, look, there's uncle. Kirsten or whatever his name is. Yeah, that I don't know yet, but... Um, People making fun of the toy that's getting released. For, uh, oh, oh no! Well, just because it's just yeah, kind of shitty looking. Because he's yeah. like all you know, crazy looking in the show and and super badass, and then the toy's just like shiny plastic. Like not, <laughs> I don't know, didn't right translate now. as well. What's the Boba Fett toys? Because um, it was Star. Well, so Hasbro has the Hasbro Pulse thing, which is like mm. their exclusive site. So I think I got an email, but I don't know if it's going to be exclusive through that site or not. Got it. Um. Or has labs or something. Hasbro like Pulse, it. where Pulse. fans come first. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead. Um, so this person says, I've just discovered this podcast and just finished listening to episode one. Mm. I am absolutely hooked. I'm wow. a big fan of the Ancient Alien show. And these guys are spot on with some of the characters in the show. I was laughing so hard on the commute to work. People on the bus were looking at me like I was having an epileptic COVID attack. But attack wow. with an H, that's fine. That's a one-two uh, punch. I uh, glad you're on the bus and joined the show in public. That's uh, that's wonderful, especially episode one, which I mean, yeah. the first episode of any podcast is usually kind of rough around the edges, you know, so that's. Yeah, uh, and I, again, we have zero recollection of that show. I feel like we <laughs> exactly talked about the characters, but not as much. So for him to be a psyched on it um, is good. Yep. I, uh, I have. I mean, I'm assuming. Yeah, because he didn't say Skinwalker because that one says episode one right now. Right. But, right. Yeah. Uh, I'm looking at uh, the Wookiee. And, uh, the, the ferocious Wookiee bounty hunter, his name is black chrysanthemum, <laughs> like literally. Okay. Yeah. And then the series is called the new star Wars, the black series. <laughs> oh, the black series has been around for a while. Okay. That's been around for like, <laughs> Oh, I don't in know, this context, almost 10 years. I feel like, but not quite. No, probably black five or six. Chrysanthemum. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that is insane. Yeah. So that was so they never had done six inch Star Wars figures before. <laughs> so they launched as the block series and then the traditional three and three quarter size mm-hmm. um, kind of faded off because they did like a vintage series and all this stuff. So then they relaunched those under the block series label as well. Oh. But the big thing is the six inches there. The fucking the uh, the Jindaran in the vintage collection that you're talking about. Uh, you know the the guy that is the Mandalorian. It's when he's in yeah. disguise as a whatever neo neo new order pre neo order post empire person mm-hmm. from last season, and he just looks like they made a perfect figure of Carl Pilking- Pilkington <laughs> with hair on him. Like he literally, which I guess they kind of look alike in some weird way. They have the same right, kind of right. jowls and things like that too. Anyway, uh, let's get off of Star Wars and let's get off to Star Wars. Uh, no, but um, uh, there's no, well, it's not major news, but it is interesting news. So uh, according to the Telegraph, 
which is a big UK based paper, uh, which is why I'm reading it. Cause I could sit there and go to a billion paranormal blogs or this or that or the other and, uh, find, you know, hyper specific yeah. style stories for ghosts. But, uh, but yeah, apparently as of, uh, it was, uh, February 12th on the telegraph, it's, uh, uh, a story about how, uh, ghost sightings are exponentially up since the pandemic, which is really interesting. Uh, hmm. I mean, the theories about it, like the, no, there's no real experts in there or anything. It's, it's all the kind of shit we know anyway, but, um, long story short goes back to the theory that, uh, two, two things that people are going through traumas, traumatic things, uh, which tend to spawn paranormal events like poltergeists when, you know, young girls are going through puberty, which is also kind of a weird thing, but it is consistent with the data, <laughs> oddly enough. Uh, and then, um, also that the pandemic is this worldwide liminal space, right? It's, it's everyone's kind of, we're kind of half normal and half not normal. We're, you know, we're kind of inside kind of outside. Like it's this in between kind of space, which tends to be where the most paranormal things happen. Anyway, it seems like the paranormal loves that liminal space. Um, it's almost as if it's like a subjective portal in our reality or like a window where we're seeing into, into an existence, these transition points. Exactly. And so, uh, uh, think, you know, spaces like caves, caves are inside, but outside at the same time, you know, stuff like that, or houses that are getting completely remodeled or houses that are just getting moved into or moving out of a house. And a lot of things, you know, poltergeist shit and weird right. stuff. Or it's been outside so long, right. That it's now to like yes. a cave. Exactly. To your point of like, Oh, is it part of the earth or is it this enclosure? Yeah. Exactly. Yes. Uh, and, um, yeah, which would make sense with like old houses, and, you know, things like that. So, exactly. Or, or, as Thomas was saying on the episode today, homestead. Sick, shit. Thomas. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm gay. <laughs> um, <laughs> hey, kudos to pro disc golf, pro Canadian disc golfer. I think number one Canadian disc golfer Thomas Gilbert came out of the closet last month and did uh, a post on his and Instagram that we shared on your bachelor party. Uh, right. Well, it happened to be the weekend you, of the yeah. bachelor party. Really the reason for your bachelor. No, I'm kidding. Exactly. Uh, it was the top content of the yes. party. No, but it, it was, you know, very, very cool of him. Like, I think he's the first male player to come out as. as well, even the female ever. ones, like, hint and allude, yes. but I don't think any of them blatantly did what he did. Yeah. Ex- yes, you're right. Yeah. Uh, uh, what's her face? Like Paige, Paige Pierce. Pierce and yeah. her girl, her partner, they host a podcast where they had him on and the subject was about coming out in the disc golf space and it was like but you've never i mean you have everyone knows but you've never done something like that Right, you never officially came out you've never posted even any like hashtags like even the ones where she even recently was like this is my best friend and whatever it's like Mm -hmm. again well if you're like a weirdo christian person who doesn't want to look at it right you could read that as it's just your friend she didn't like put hashtag (laughs) i'm gay you know yeah uh, yeah, there wasn't a picture of her under her desk uh, <laughs> going to town while she's trying to post that pic or record her podcast or something like that or work on her putts. Right. It's uh, Taco Tuesday. <laughs> it's on Taco Tuesday. <laughs> uh, it's the Bones Brigade. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, but he, he the nothing, nothing comical about him coming out. That's great. But the post that he made 
scene was so <laughs> cheesy and weird. It, it seemed it like almost a spoof. fake. Yeah, yeah, it seemed like a spoof post, which would have it, been absurd and funny yeah. anyway. But like, if this was twenty years ago and you were fifteen, this is the kind of content mm-hmm. you would make yes. if you like hacked your friend's like MySpace account. Your, I was going to say for your MySpace. Yeah. <laughs> yes, you would. Yes, you would fake it for their profile picture. Right. And post it. It was just big <laughs> yellow block letters. Like I don't know if it was even Helvetica, but it was like some basic. Super, super big block letters italicized, and it literally was just him smiling super big and next to his head. I'm gay. That's how he talks. But yeah, yeah. so we were obsessed with that the whole weekend. (laughs) Because again, it was just, again, classically almost a goof style post, but in a serious manner. Or a good, a good cause. Yeah. (laughs) Yes, it's a good donate to my Kickstarter to support me being gay. (laughs) It's a good cause. I have to buy nicer clothes now. I have to redecorate my home. I have to have have fashion. Oh, nice stereotypes, Gilbert. I have to to buy nicer clothes and have fashion. Yeah. (laughs) Having fashion costs a lot, eh? (laughs) Oh, boy. Um, (laughs) uh, But yeah, interesting that uh, the Telegraph, uh, which, I mean, the Telegraph posts definitely is, is less puritanically conservative not politically but like uh awkward like you know like it takes a lot for the new york times or the washington post or something like that to to post something like that as a big story um you know that the closest thing we've got is the all the ufo shit that's been happening since 2017 right. but especially about, you know, the thomas gilbert one yes exactly <laughs> they have a front page in the uk yes yeah. but um also side note while i saw that uh old boris over there uh, the UK is going to be completely back to pre-pandemic uh, standards. So no lock, no hmm. lockdowns, no rules. They're literally, he's like, all the rules, all safety rules are ending as of like March or April or something like that. So England is the Florida of Europe. Yes. <laughs> he said, he said, uh, we'll have to learn to just live with this disease and take our precautions that we all know well enough by now. And it's like, I'm like in a perfect world, I guess you're right, but I wouldn't I wouldn't have done that until the treatment medicate like the Tamiflu equivalent is out and works, right? Because then then no matter if you're vaccinated or not, if you get COVID, you could at least get a prescription drug that would help the symptoms reduce by like eighty five percent. You wouldn't fucking lose right. your taste of tense taste of yeah. sense or oh my god taste of tense. tense taste or smell or die right or like, wait no. like another month or two and like. Again, we, unfortunately, we've been in this long enough that we have patterns to where it's like, right. I think we were looking the other day and it was like, July is the lowest. Yes. Um. So it's like, wait until like the spring. Exactly. And just yeah. say F it all. Yeah. And then if you're going still, to. So plenty of countries have not even gotten a single vaccine yet, too. So kind of. Right. A, but again, he is like the Trump of. of uh, right. Of the UK, of, of Britannia. So uh, anyway, but yeah, that's uh, that is the news. I was going to look. I remember last week I was like, oh, I'll just start looking at uh, Greg and Dana's uh, Week in Weird because that's mm-hmm. the whole point of that website. It's the, the latest news. They haven't updated anything since 2020 on there. Oh, boy. <laughs> uh, and and that's that's like the homepage. The Weird News section uh, hasn't been updated since 2016, which is pretty crazy. So, I, um, Do you think they're hoping for another hell your bite? Like it just sits there forever and then, you know. Ten years later, they're checking it and like, oh, this tweet lines up with this post we did ten years ago. Yeah, well, I think here if I go to, um, yeah, a lot of this shit's real fucking old. 
Um, they have a lot of sections on their page. Maybe some of it is updated, but all of it's looking oh, pretty one second. old. Here. Or you keep going. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. No, that's it. Uh, a lot of just a lot of stuff about black eyed children and hat the hat man ghost and and uh caves and shit like that, which is fine, but uh very sorry, you're good. Very outdated. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I was hoping for like, oh, what's a cool, easy uh source to get news from, you know, from somebody that uh at least someone we kinda like. But um Yes. Yeah. Uh other than that, I think uh again, since this is hopefully the last week without Twitch, I think we're gonna give it to to old Mr. Zimmer, who gave us the review, uh, is going to ask, how you doing, Steve? How you doing, Joey? Oh, wait, I'm unmuted now. Here we go. <laughs> I got confused with the buttons. I'm doing okay. Uh, yes, just, uh, yeah, getting back to life being normal. Um, yeah, back from all the trips and the adventures and fun and exciting and uh, just spent this last week working and whatnot. Uh, and yeah, I had a nice busy weekend getting all the, uh, spending some of that lovely wedding cash. Um, <laughs> that wedding money in that big pile on the oh, yeah. cat room. Oh, yeah. Um, so yeah, Saturday was just running errands and picking up stuff. Uh, you said you went so, to the flea market or, or not, not just now you said it on a text thread. Went day. yeah Sunday and check that out. And then, Stop yeah, day. just did some stuff around the house. Um, it was weird. I was thinking this weekend, um, how, when I was in Mexico, mm-hmm. um, just how some of those people's comments didn't really land like they would here in the U S um, you know, the so in the rowdy, the Florida people, like the, the people, people that were there. Yeah, 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 yeah. They kept like yelling at some of the staff to like go yes. home oh, and go back to where boy. they came from. And they, the staff was like, well, yeah, I'm just waiting for my shift. <laughs> um, I'd love to go home now, but uh, I can't because I'm working. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was thinking of that. I was like, God, how, what if these like idiots like just like went into full uh old school mode and be like go back to mexico and then it was just like yeah i'm here and then like (laughs) uh, yes yeah yeah i would love to go home Uh, but i have an eight hour shift yeah it's nice uh and then i was thinking it could be that could be (laughs) a funny skip as like a remarketing tactic for anyone who stayed at the hotels um and the uh travel commission kind of misses (laughs) <laughs> it's like you yeah. get an email and they start running these ads that yeah. just say go back to Mexico. Yeah, the uh the <laughs> European or the the, the uh Southeast American uh, <laughs> I don't even know what fucking accent I'm doing. <laughs> I'm trying to be a very intelligent like executive at the resort. Right, right. Like, right. PR or whatever. <laughs> like uh, they were telling us uh, go back home quite often. Well we want them to come a, back, so but right. they're away, so they need to go back <laughs> and travel. <laughs> Let's and their show whole campaign climbing the wall <laughs> <laughs> is yeah. So they're targeting all these people yelling, "Go back to Mexico." Yes. So <laughs> those that was all stuff that had popped. Right. <laughs> like, or yeah, go home. Why you know go back to where you came from? I was like, yeah. Well, I'm working my shift, buddy. Okay. And once I do, I am going to go home. Thank you. Uh, this is not the uh, sea cart uh, art day. <laughs> this is, uh, a cemetery. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, great. <laughs> uh, this is in the Atlantic. Uh, we are landlocked, actually. <laughs> this isn't Mexico. <laughs> and you're in, uh, front of, you're in front of the little cannibal tribe when right. you're saying that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they really eat people here. Huh? Oh, shit. Uh, but yeah, so just a weekend of getting back to normal. 
Nice. Uh, your sister did invite me to your or invite us to your party, but it was like day of. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, no, thank you. Yes. Yeah, it uh, it was very much a not that you wouldn't have not that you wouldn't have been welcome at a good time, but it was it, it was always a family thing. And, yeah. and then my favorite thing is that <laughs> there were times when I would invite you to family dinners on occasion. And she would, she would literally as a 40 something year old person, literally pull the little kid thing where it's like, oh, well, I mean, if he's inviting Steve, can I invite like one of my friends? Right, right, right. <laughs> my mom's like, what do I give a shit? Like, we just have to buy a little more food or whatever. It's just, yeah, it yeah, just, just like, plan ahead. So fucking stupid. It was just like, but just the fact that it was like, oh, well, da, 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 da. I was like, what was stopping you this entire time? You fucking idiot. Like, I just didn't. Right, right. Um, but uh, yeah, I bought a, a fuck ton of wings. I hadn't been to regular. This is this is. Uh, are you 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 finish up? Because then I'll. I mean I'll no. Start. I mean that was kind of my transition. Sorry. Yeah. Because uh, uh, I hadn't been yeah, to then, regular yeah. Costco in probably nine or ten months because I've been going to the business center so mm, much for, mm. for dog food supplies and things. But uh, and because the business center also has like your basic paper towels and toilet, like some of like a very yeah, small yeah, amount yeah. of the basic Costco. It shit. doesn't have like the right hand side of Costco stuff, or at least Correct. I would traditionally. So like all the like, I don't know, just random home goods and things and stuff Food like that. And yeah. you know, yeah, shit like that. Uh, but then it has, it, but it is funny because then it has the the small versions of those that they sell at liquor stores and stuff. Cause obviously well, I think I, I told you that one time I bought Advil. Yes. It was all individual. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Cause it was made for, yeah, a liquor store. It's like, Oh shit. I forgot. I was at this Costco, a store of convenience as we, yes. uh, but yeah, I bought a bunch of, I, I never, I had not noticed how far they had come in, uh, these buckets. No, how far they had come in their organic and like good quality meat section, which probably has been forever because oh, yeah, I also yeah, yeah. Have had, didn't buy meat a lot at Costco anyway, which yeah. now that I know that we're probably going to like change that and start um, freezing a shit ton of chicken. And yeah, I almost yeah always buy because that's where I get they they actually have more prime beef than any store you'll ever go to. Mm-hmm. I remember like, yeah, if you go to most grocery stores, it's choice or select. Yes. Like maybe it's prime where. Costco well, is like a full on section like special thing when there's a couple prime things. Like unless you go to right. Whole Foods where it's like okay, it's like a third, a third, and a third, which is fine, but you're paying for it obviously. But yeah, uh, um, and then yeah, Costco obviously has this huge fucking fish and shellfish and stuff too. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, I was buying. I bought about uh, uh, 16, 17 pounds of wings because um, mm. there was going to be about you know you always go. There was of course a lot extra, but I was like. A pound a person sounds good to me because wings are good leftovers and whatever too. Yeah. So I bought a bunch of those because even though Thick Nick and uh, Ashley were uh, cooking them, they didn't want to like transfer them from Temecula. Yeah, the whole yeah, yeah, right yeah, out, yeah. And then they wanted to, um, uh, and so I also salted them the day before to dry them out a little bit so they absorbed the fry and the rub afterwards, and they were. Yeah. They were fire AF wigs. They were very good. But uh, nice. no, I was no, going to ask if you no fried or baked. Yeah, she, they did the full deep fry thing. It was delicious. And, uh, and then three flavors on those puppies. But um, but yeah, they were hyper reasonable. Uh, it was crazy for for all those. Just the chicken and shit over there in general is crazy. So we're we yeah. might have one of them, those freezers they got there. That's a it's not a top down deep mm-hmm. freezer, but it's it's basically built like a fridge, but it's just a freezer. And it yeah, had yeah, drawers, yeah. so it's like you don't have to mm-hmm. dig through all your shit all the time. So anyway, yeah, my mom had one of those where it was just 
in the garage. Yep. Yeah, look like a fridge, but just all and then freezer. We can, just, we can buy in bulk, and then at least we're not flash freezing. You know, fresh is always the best, but at least we're not flash freezing it with like a fucking brine and all that crap they do. So, um, anyway, yeah, uh, other, I mean, work was work, and um, uh, been playing a uh, Horizon Forbidden West on my PS5, which has been wonderful. It's been five years in the making, and uh, definitely giving me like it's it's insane the. I'm having the 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 shock value of when like games moved from like like when Mario 64 came out like going from 2D to 3D where you're like whoa it's crazy how so even though it's obviously it's still a 3D fucking open world game but the the fucking facial animations and all this the, it's like it's nuts like it's everything's just become like now people have been saying this for years and it's not true they're like oh yeah I mean video games are photorealistic now I'm like no they're not but they're they're getting there right but this is like a, this feels like really truly the first next generation game uh and it's you know a post a post post apocalyptic future where the world got fucked and all of these ai driven robots that are animals or dinosaurs were sent to terraform the world uh but then some of them went rogue and then you know the main characters understand it. and then it's all they're all these like future tribal people like native american tribes but now it's everyone that you know the 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 generations of people that survived the apocalypse which really was no one these are all people that were seeded uh like, like mm-hmm. uh, on earth but like their dna was then then they were cloned and then raised by yeah. robots and so that's all now it's like thousands of years later blah 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 spoilers for the first game but uh that came out in 2017 so i don't care but um uh playing that when i can and then uh, went to on sunday uh where usually i'll have a, my renaissance martial arts group training session uh there is a a tournament from uh, an organization, the uh, uh, the HEMA Alliance, that we don't interact with very much, but they're having some big tournament at uh, you. I don't know if you've ever been there, but you've driven by it. But the Golden Sales Hotel in Long Beach on PCH, it's right next to the little harbor there across okay. from uh, Marina Pacifica where the AMC is and the In-N-Out. Mm-hmm. It's this really old ho- hotel that's been there forever. Hmm. And uh, it is actually where my in-laws had their wedding reception back oh, in the wow. late seventies, early eighties. And, um, so it was in that very same ballroom, but I, we go there last year, it got canceled for COVID, but we will go there semi undercover. We don't wear our, our shit or anything, our uniform yeah. or anything. You but, don't run colors no, yeah. because, uh, <laughs> it would just usually cause drama, but also we just don't want to be bothered. So, but we go your cut. Yeah. Cause you're a bagger gang. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Uh, but we, we went, we go there because, um, the guy Mike, who is one of the head guys at Albion, which makes the finest, uh, uh, most historically accurately made um, handling all that fun stuff, uh, metallurgy uh, weapons in probably the world. Um, he they sponsor that event, and he has a booth there. And so, uh, to have him fly out to Orange County once a year at this event, it's worth it because, and because also the best part is. He doesn't let anyone else really, but us as Arma members, take any of the. Sh- I can take any of the fucking swords and shit that he has there, and take it out to the like open area as long as no one's using the space, and yeah. I'll just go fucking you know play with it, see how it handles, and go nuts with it because mm-hmm. uh, he knows we're not going to fuck with it. We're not going to because a lot of those people, you know, they're fighting with these weird steel noodles and they're not doing any unarmed fighting and they're all have their padding and all this bullshit on. 
and they when they pick up those swords, they're looking at me and my other member. We only two of us could come out of the five of us now, but uh, uh, they were looking at us like, "What are they? Like, how could they do that?" You know, like not. I'm not saying being good or anything, but it's just like the fact that I was treating this twenty four hundred dollar sharp sword like it was like it's supposed to be treated like swung around and done the shit with it Mm because when they would go over there we would be over there and they go is it okay if i touch this like there there's every year that we've been there it's 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 a whole bunch of different groups from around the country that like anyone can go and and join it but it's crazy i mean it's not crazy but it's it's kind of sad like i remember in 2018 or 19 the first time i went i was like oh okay like most of the people here look like they are generally athletic and are into this and whatever. And then every year, <laughs> the past three or four times, there's been more and more um, cosplay levels added in. So like mm-hmm. this year, there was a whole organization that all had matching yellow capes and gorgets, which are the the steel things that guys in armor would wear around their throat, around their neck. Mm. Just and it's all about posing for pictures and being their matching colors and like, right. like, and and the people. <laughs> there are many more. Let's just say there's a lot of a lot more Neds from the new Spider-Man trilogy. <laughs> uh, you know, the, his friend, the guy. In the right, trailer. right, right. There's a lot more of that going on than there was before. <laughs> and the 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 weapons keep getting lighter and flimsier. Uh, from what little you know uh, sparring and tournament shit, we were only there for like 45 minutes, but from what little we saw. It, uh, it just, you know, it's, it's nice because at least us and Arma know why we are separate from, from that world. Those times. So, um, but, uh, but it was fun. It's always fun to, to, uh, uh, see Mike from Albion, um, and, um, uh, that's albion-swords.com, I think, uh, if you ever wanted to spend a lot of money, but on a, on a historically accurate weapon, but, (laughs) um, uh, what was not fun was the half hour that it took to buy a spectator pass for 15 bucks yeah, well, in because yeah. the website did not work for weeks leading up to it. We were going to buy, you know, passes and just whatever. And, and that's fine. But because uh, then I had to sit there and with one finger on their iPad, do all the purchasing and type everything in. I had to yeah. find a waiver and fill out a COVID thing which was fine but it was literally like 17 questions i had to upload or right. take a picture of my fucking vaccine i'm like god it's fucking it would have been even this time. weekend because all the the stuff started going away i no, guess I long know. beach they, or yeah. they i mean being that it's a you know people international face-to-face yeah. thing yeah so people traveled there and blah 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 i get it and but again it's it's like a doctor's office visit where it's like hey we're gonna send you all these new patient forms to fill out ahead of time so you don't have to sit there for 40 minutes in the waiting room even though you do right but you know what i mean but because the fucking you couldn't check out with the ticket that they were advertising as their hero banner on the home this is all e-commerce shit that pisses off steve and i but and they were shocked they're like oh nobody else had any problems and me and my other my fellow member were like both of us for different reasons for the last few days on multiple devices could not add a fucking ticket to the cart and check out right and it was annoying because it's now that like website templates are getting so slick and cool with like Squarespace and shit like that, all these websites look super nice, but they don't function worth a shit. So, right, uh, very frustrating. But anyway, it was also just a morbid curiosity. I've been wanting to see that what's inside that hotel because it's orange. The whole hotel is brown and orange. It's very, very ancient looking. 
and yet it still always has cars and business and there's little conventions and things that happen there. So, um, anyway, it was, it was a fun, fun little excursion and, uh, yeah. Um, and then other than that, uh, dealing with my mother-in-law who got seps, not only a sepsis infection in her whole body from an un, uh, an undiagnosed, unfortunately, cause she waited for two weeks to not say anything about it. Uh, but she had kidney stones that were ripping up her ureter and she gets chronic kidney stones every couple of years. Uh, but, uh, apparently my wife told me tonight that she got sepsemia, which is what sepsis turns into when it becomes endemic into your body. So her, all of her blood was infected because it was two weeks of, of these kidney stones ripping up her, her insides, uh, which she thought was a pinched nerve. So luckily she's out of the hospital as of yesterday, but she has to go home with uh, an IV port and an IV bag for daily hours long drips of antibiotics to assure that the sepsemia goes away because then in three weeks she gets to go back for another surgery to actually blast the kidney stone. So uh, usually they would do a one, two punch of like putting a stent in her kidney to let the, the, you know, the, the piss flow and let the kidney do its job. Uh, But they had to separate it in two surgeries because she probably wouldn't have survived a longer surgery with the kidney stone. So Mm. it's just been a, it's just as, as our regular listeners know, it's just been a year of medical stuff for, for me and my wife. Thankfully, yeah. it wasn't me or my wife, but uh, it was immediate family. So, But I'm glad she's she's on the mend. I just saw her tonight uh, before I came home to record. So she's doing she's doing a lot better. She sounds pretty normal. She's just tired. So yeah. um, we, we had a very stern but loving talk with her that she needs to have a, instead of a, if you see something, say something policy, she needs to have like, if you feel something, say something policy because... We were like, none of us want to go through this again. She's had she's had no less than ten or eleven of these surgeries in the past twenty years. So every year or other year she gets these kidney stones. And it was a thyroid thing. They got the thyroid thing fixed, but she still has a bank of kidney stones that have been in her kidneys for many years. And they will mm-hmm. they're just going to hopefully there's not any more being produced, but they're just gonna drop like like a sweet album, like a Pharrell album. They're gonna drop whenever they see fit. Um, and so we need her to start telling us, uh, that she's in pain. Ahead of time. Yeah. Sick. Yeah. So it can just be a doctor's appointment instead of an ER visit. So, um, yeah, it's been, it's been tiring and, but I'm, I get, I'm, I am thankful <laughs> at the end of it that, uh, she's doing better. So, um, yeah, other than that, I'm getting pretty hungry for Skinwalker. There it is. Dressing (laughs) on my tossed salad. Looking for that Italian pizza style (laughs) deli or diner. Oh, God. Yeah, the pizza parlor style ridge. Um, Which, as Thick Nick uh, tried to tell me, he he is correct but incorrect because there's more to it than that. He said, Joey, you want to know how you get that? pizza parlor style ranch and i was like what nick what thick nick and he said hold on i'm getting thicker no he said he said cheeks buttermilk and i was like oh and he's like or if you don't have buttermilk you can put lemon in regular milk and i was like okay and so i looked up a bunch of buttermilk ranch recipes and try and specifically i looked up like diner pizza parlor like you know whatever style Mm -hmm. And all the and making it from scratch and all of these recipes, while while fine dressings for the most part, 
they all just taste like lemony, almost sweet ranch, which I'm like, the whole point of the ranch from the the diner is it's kind of peppery and garlicky. And so I tried adding pepper, like all this other shit. I still can't fucking figure it out. So. I still say it's a powder they mix with water. I no, doubt I think, there's I anything right. real yeah, in that. It's probably yeah. condunct, like like condunct. It's condensed buttermilk, like dried buttermilk, I would assume. And uh and but yeah, all this other shit. So anyway, um yeah, it's uh I mean, maybe someday I'll fucking figure it out. I don't know. But it just doesn't seem it doesn't seem that difficult, but I've literally tried probably eight or nine recipes and none of them come close to Yeah that taste so uh maybe it's a good thing because then i would probably make it and eat it all the time but um anyway let's get into this let's get into this fancy and kind of scary uh clot worthy intro to the show i i even wrote i was like did i miss this last time or was i think the cold open with the dead calf replaced this last time they wanted a few more minutes i think to set the stage set the tone and obviously, like, show a gnarly piece of evidence that's coming later in the season right up front to get you to get you hooked because not yeah. everyone knows. Skinwalker Ranch is not as much of a household name yet. I mean, it's, it pretty much is. If you follow UFOs and, and high strangeness stuff, then you probably know, have heard the, the phrase Skinwalker Ranch. But um, uh, they definitely did not have this intro in the show. It, was, it seemed pretty cool. It's a lot of clips of the show. It's a lot of, like, again, kind of thriller uh, a mix of like thriller horror uh, music kind of going mm-hmm. drum beats, lots of uh, montages of like old newspaper articles and pictures of Robert Bigelow and shit like that uh, mixed in with, with elements of the, the show. Um, and they start the show off with kind of the last minute of the previous episode where uh, Brandon Fugel, you know, the owner of the, the very rich owner of Skinwalker ranch asks Eric uh, to Eric is the, um uh what is his role he's the he's like the observation guy he's the guy running the nerve center with all the the equipment the the monitoring equipment and so uh the last episode ended with you know brandon saying eric can you go get the case (laughs) and so he goes (laughs) goes into the nerve center Uh, i do love that they they literally blur out the door combination lock to the nerve (laughs) center i guess i mean i get it but it's like when you think about it it's like guys we would have to break in. We'd have to travel there somehow. Break onto the ranch with armed security, uh, which seems like break into it and somehow without a vehicle walk miles to where this little homestead and room is to then know the fucking combination and get into the door. But uh, still, it, it definitely adds to the to the kind of uh, you know entertaining, but also let's take this serious vibe of the show. So. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, Eric brings the case. It's a Pelican case. Like they would have cameras or guns in. And uh, <laughs> I'm sure that the producers instructed them to do this, but a chunk of the, of the team there like dramatically stand up when they open the case, when they're like seeing what's in it. And, uh, <laughs> and Eric, understandably to Travis Taylor, who is a scientist, uh, very experienced. He's like, you might recognize it. This is a large neodymium magnet. <laughs> And then Dr. <laughs> Dr. Sagala, who's the big, like, lanky dude, he's, like, very calm the whole time, too, which is kind of a fun energy. But uh, Annie has, like, um, like gurky girl bunny teeth, too. Like, his front teeth, you can always see when he's smiling. It's got the little, little chompers there. And he's, he immediately goes, it's like the China syndrome of magnets. <laughs> and I was, <laughs> and, and Eric's like, yes. And I'm, do you know, 
I do not understand that reference. Do you know what that reference is? Of wait, say that one more time. It's like the China syndrome of magnets. Is the China syndrome like a magnetism thing or something? I don't know if I've. Yeah, I think that just sounds weird. The China. Nineteen seventy-eight film starring Michael Douglas. A fanciful term that describes a fictional result of a nuclear meltdown. Oh, okay. So it was like a weird sci-fi movie back up post. Hmm. Jack Lemmon's in there. Jane Fonda, Michael Douglas. All right. Uh, I've, I'd heard of that movie before, but I didn't understand what the reference was. But now I do. Um, Travis, uh, <laughs> Travis Taylor is looking at the magnet. He's like, I mean, that's serious business, man. You can lose a finger under a magnet like that. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> I get what he's saying, but I'm like, if your finger right, is right. metal, if you're a robot, I guess. Well, I think he's like, if you have a ring or yeah, something course, and yeah. you know, watch and yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, it is goofy. Yeah. You would think that he was, if like he pulled out like a buzz saw or something, you know what I mean? Or something like that. Yeah. But, uh, and then uh, I started writing down in my notes, uh, TT is Travis Taylor on camera. So that's just Travis, you know, in the moment of the show. And then I wrote, THTT, which is talking head Travis Taylor. So I'm going right. to differentiate between the two. But there we go. A little inside baseball for you. So, so THTT, uh, talking head Travis Taylor says, now when Eric opens this case and shows me this magnet, I'm thinking, what does this have to do with not digging on the ranch? So remember that the whole debate that Cliff hanged the previous episode was that it's too dangerous to dig on the ranch. Bad things happen when you dig, according to Dragon, the security guard. And uh, I also hate that everyone calls him Bryant, except for Travis Taylor. Like, mm-hmm. like they constantly show that it's Bryant Dragon, you know, quote Dragon. Yeah, yeah. Names or whatever his last name is. And uh, <laughs> I'm Bryant Adams, the famous Canadian <laughs> singer pop singer. <laughs> it's uh, wild. <laughs> but uh, uh, his quote of this episode, I think, is that's not all right. Like he says that like four times. Right. Um, but um, but yeah, no, I mean, Travis Taylor. I'm I'm mirroring his thoughts because I'm like, what the fuck does a big hockey puck magnet have to do with anything here? So uh, Eric says that uh, they've used these kinds of magnets to recreate the effects of the ranch in the past. And he shows him this little experiment he had the first time he noticed that uh, video that he was taking was artifacting it had like uh you know kind of purple and like pixelated purple lines and shit you know just weird interference lines on there so he had a screenshot of a frame from a video that was affected like that he didn't know what it was at the time but it is common that video you know cameras things like that can get affected by magnetism so uh he ended up doing an experiment and and on his phone and he and they kind of recreate it here they mount the magnet on a little weird armature clamp thing and they have a, a an iphone uh, uh, that Travis is holding up to it and he's moving around the magnet and it's, it is recreating that exact type of interference. So I like that because they're like, Hey, let's actually test it. You know, he'd already, Eric had already done the preliminary work to even say, Hey, I can create this, recreate this with a magnet, which, mm-hmm. which at least sends them down a very logical path that, okay, if this kind of interference is happening to our electric equipment, which is a very common, that's probably, I think they say the most common thing is that equipment, fucks up and fails on the ranch right so uh if if the if if the same effect is mimicking what happens when you put a magnet up to an electronic device it stands to reason that there is some sort of electromagnetic thing happening or maybe even magnets somehow under the ground there along the ranch right so um they uh uh talking head travis taylor says 
Now, does Eric think there's some giant magnet under the ground that's causing the phenomena? And I was like, I was thinking the same thing. I was like, what do you think? There's a big fucking, what, like hockey rink that, but it's just that fucking magnet. I guess it's a big, because of the hockey puck, it's making me do the uh, the hockey motif. But yeah. Um, but, uh, uh, but yeah, Eric thinks that the magnetism might have even caused the injuries on the ranch too. And they, and, you know, Thomas, uh, Thomas is the ranch, um, what supervisor I think is his title is. And, uh, he repeats his, his account of his head injury where his, you know, uh, head started swelling. And this is when he, when he didn't take the, uh, advice of people years ago, not to dig in the ground on Skinwalker ranch. He right. did. And then he had this horrible pain start forming in his head. His head started swelling with fluid and so much so that, uh, the top of his scalp actually separated because of the fluid from his skull. So, uh, and he was in the hospital. Doctors didn't know what the fuck it was. Um, and uh, I, it, when I when I saw this, I get it totally fine. And it's it's a short short ish season. I was like, I was like, man, I hope they don't do the reality show thing where they constantly repeat what they just talked about previously, right. both in the episode or on the episode before. But uh, it wasn't too bad. There's a couple of them this episode, but um, but. Uh, uh, Travis, I mean, rightly so. He's like, okay, I, I see you guys got magnets, but this is still not a reason to dig, which which makes sense. He's like, okay, even if it was magnets, why can't we fucking dig <laughs> and see if it's a magnet or not, right? Mm-hmm. And so uh, Eric does ponder. He's like, what if there is a technology underneath the ranch, right? Like, what if it's a huge mothership? What if it's a, a society under there? What if it's ancient advanced tech from a previous race of, of advanced humans who knows but uh he's like so until we have uh, until we've done all the non-invasive work i don't think we're ready to start digging again i'm working on his fucking impression it's hard to remember yeah. because i watched it earlier today but uh but he just has a very kind of meek kind of you know gravel. Mm-hmm. He, doesn't, he doesn't move his lips a lot or anything more michael c yeah <laughs> um uh and and so <laughs> when he's when he's like i don't think we're ready to start digging it's it's got a uh the camera is on travis's face and he gives him this fucking super exasperated look. yeah like are you uh, retarded like yeah. <laughs> and dragon like a moron you can hear him off camera like, that's more my mindset yeah <laughs> like yeah we know <laughs> we know bryant yeah. uh, <laughs> He's like, as our old boss said he looks like a fucking muppet yeah because <laughs> he kind of does this, this is like yes. overly dramatic just side character that's what i'm talking about he has, he has a very distinct jawline and a very wide yeah. mouth and a, yeah, yeah and like uh a very sunken eyes yes and- a very flat bottom lip and a very frown like an, a, a perma frowned upper lip so it's like a very like like uh uh almost like sunday morning like a cartoon comic style mouth where it always looks like yeah. ah, you know something like that but oh you know what it looks like is is which were muppets the the sesame street ones that were always like uh yep 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 that's all mm-hmm. they said oh yeah yeah the just, meep, 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 yeah, meep, meep. yeah. <laughs> they're supposed to be aliens or something but uh, right. uh travis very fresh he's like there is no data that's been put on the table that digging is correlated to anything that causes these events and <laughs> dragon makes himself sound even dumber i don't know why they left this line delivery in because with reality shows, they're trying to keep the situations real, but they will go back and say, Hey, can you say this more coherently? Can you say what you just said yesterday when, you know, she pissed you off and then can you say that to the camera? Like, and, and you know, without it being extemporaneous and sometimes not the best for, you know, the progress of the show, but they leave this in and dragon says, but a lot of things, 
bad happen more often when you did. <laughs> okay. I was like, that's a sentence, I guess. But yeah. Um, uh, now Thomas tries to align everyone and remind them. He's like, Hey, we're all, we're all headed for the same goal here. He's trying to like mediate everything, which is much needed. Cause it's been like five minutes of the episode of them still bickering about this. So, um, Thomas is like, Eric, if we set out to do, I don't even know. He has such a normal voice. I can't even fucking think of what it sounds like. Right. I'll work on it. But he says, if we set out and do all these different tests and use those to guide us to a point that we could dig, would you feel comfortable with that? And I literally was like, what? I don't know what, know what that sentence means. That was word for word. But what, skipping ahead, yeah. he was trying to say, Eric was saying, let's do everything non-invasive first that we can and check right. that off. And then see if it's safe, you know, well, whatever. Yeah. And uh, uh, from a process standpoint, go as slow as possible to exactly. Dig. Yes, so that they can isolate, they can they can be safe. If do one one small non invasive thing at a time and make sure no one's getting hurt or whatever, right? So right. Uh, and so uh, Travis is on board. He's like, "All right, enough talk. Let's talk about what we're doing." Like tomorrow, uh, which I appreciate. I appreciate he's like, "I'm here. I'm on TV. I'm getting paid, but I want to fucking you know." He's he is a yeah, let's true scientist at yeah. heart for sure, and he already got you know, the sweet, the sweet addictive taste of weird shit already happening day one, you know? Yeah. So, uh, he wants to see more. So, uh, he does advocate that a safe, that a couple of safety teams come out to make sure and check for RF, you know, radio frequency levels, as well as, uh, microwave and radiation levels. Like they were talking about in the previous episode. Microscope. <laughs> Uh, I mean, there's fucking, you know, you ever take a microscope to the head? And I mean, now it's fucking raining microscope. You fucking kidding me? Now, raining man, I can take that. I can fight them off. You know, I did a little jujitsu stuff like that. I can use a leverage. I can, you know, use gravity, whatever. If they're falling, a little bit of crank, you know, they're going to die anyway. And flip them. (laughs) (laughs) But a microscope to the head? Uh, no, but, uh, uh, he wants to get those, uh, survey like safety teams out there to quote, uh, make sure, uh, we ain't getting slow cooked or nothing. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> which I, just, I do love that his, his Texas comes through quite a bit, but um, yeah, uh, everyone is stoked on this idea. They call in these two teams and uh, their names. One of them's the, the main dude's name is Snowder. Um, they both seem like normal guys. Fine, whatever, but they come out with all their equipment. Uh, uh, Thomas and Travis Taylor drive out to the ranch to meet with those guys who are already on site. And of course, if this is, this is supposed to be the same day. Of course, these guys were already fucking pre, called out there probably weeks beforehand or something too you know because they magically show up with it within an hour of them talking in the conference room outside of the nerve center but that's television for you but um oh uh, they drive past homestead too and thomas confides in trap i mean he's not like it's a secret but he's like he's like this is homestead too it's a it's a uh, decrepit, you know, rundown. It, it's a shack. It's, it's just the frame of a house that looks like it burnt down or rotted down at this point. And, uh, but that's where um, Jeremy Corbell and the British pop star guy, like that's where they were all hanging out and having like that fire at the end of the Corbell. Uh, right, right, right. Documentary. But, um, but yeah, Thomas says this is where he has seen shadow people on multiple occasions and he has heard voices on multiple occasions. And people that are with him, whether driving by or walking by, have also heard those voices. And the voices, he says, he's like, and he says, I'm not sure if it's in in my head or coming from outside and I'm hearing it with my ears. But it sounds like someone is right next to me saying to stop what you're doing or go back or both. Right. So right. very much of a warning uh, 
uh, vibe to to these voices. Um, uh, the the modern Ute Indians that live in the area currently they they don't even look east at the ranch. They like live over the like western ridge and like they don't even look east at the ranch. They don't even want to acknowledge that it exists because uh, the Utes and um, the Navajo there they they believe part of the whole Skinwalker lore is that if you even talk about it you are giving it power to manifest like near you. Right. So right. that's the very much a, a, like forbidden or cursed kind of words uh, is, uh, is the skinwalker. I just sounded like dragon there. Um, <laughs> and that Thomas gives like history about the Navajo and the Utes again, which is how they, they used to be friendly and trade and blah, blah, blah. And then the Utes sided with the, the burgeoning groups of white settlers there because the Navajo were kind of raiding them. So the Utes kind of betrayed the Navajo and said, well, we're going to help the guys that are, beating the shit out of you for stealing from them and blah, 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 blah. And the Navajo got pissed and cursed. Oh, then the Navajo had also enslaved some of the youths too. I guess they were prisoners of the skirmishes and stuff, but the Navajo cursed them and the land, uh, specifically with rituals to bring skinwalkers to the land to, uh, kill and apparently eat people in some stories. So, yeah. Um, dragon comes in on the walk on Thomas's walkie talkie in the, uh, the badass Jeep that they're driving in. <laughs> and, uh, um, and tells Thomas, uh, he's like, you, you guys better get up here. There's crazy stuff you're going to want to see. So that's the kind of cliffhanger for the, the commercial break. They come back. Uh, a lot of respect for Thomas and Travis because they park at the bottom of the ridge. And it's a pretty big, bouldery, rocky area and uh, like hill. And they fucking climb that thing. <laughs> Travis is in his <laughs> fucking blue business shirt and like khaki slacks <laughs> and fresh <laughs> shoes and stuff. And Thomas is in his, you know, typical kind of cowboy rancher gear or whatever. But they walk up that fucking that ranch and it's it is it doesn't seem like a, a cakewalk or anything. So Yeah. Um but uh they're at the top and they see all the boys and the survey teams at this big sinkhole kind of cave uh thing. They're all hanging out around it casually, and uh uh Dr. Seagal just pops out of the hole like a cute little snake or something, like it's no big deal. And um uh Dragon says, now this this hole's interesting because air flows out of it, you know, things like that. And uh, I, I made a note, would that also be farts? No, I don't, <laughs> don't remember writing that, but because um, it could be a stink hole. This he hole. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I went in the she shed and fucking. <laughs> <the hee-hole. laughs> uh, I mean, I spent a lot of money at Home Depot, so they allowed to do that. Yeah. In the Got one of them bulldog Bosch uh, rotary hammers. <laughs> thing just goes nuts yeah it's fine i got that uh you know that pressure washer that's you know steve (laughs) (laughs) that goes down the she shed every time yeah yeah yeah. mud and ketchup you know gets all that out yeah you know it intertwines but you know it's cordless it runs on a a, a, you know bucket if you want so it's easy to transport you don't you don't need a tank it's pretty easy no now 550 psi or 5 550 psi is not a lot but it is you know washer more than a power uh soaker i mean mean, it ain't commercial man yeah i mean come on come on jesus christ ain't nobody trying to say it's commercial yeah yeah (laughs) <laughs> I love that everything I'm doing is variants of Travis Taylor's voice. Like it's slightly. Yeah, yeah. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> with a little more. Yeah. Pizzazz. Hey, now yeah. I'll tell you what. <laughs> I'm a Gavin Gaylor. Yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> Chupa me very good. Go back to Mexico. It's a lovely ad campaign. <laughs> Uh, um, oh, Thomas is the one that apparently found this sinkhole initially. He says that I don't. I don't think that's what he means, but he's like, yeah, I found this sinkhole. I, th- 
have being that this ranch has been occupied for over 200 years, I'm sure he didn't find it first. I don't think that's claim, but he yeah. does say that he's been down there quite a ways and he, he literally feels blasts of cold air out of there. Like an air conditioner is turning on. So, uh, but him, himself and others have felt uh, a weird vertigo, like vertigo spells, fatigue, and kind of just common like heat stroke symptoms, but it's not even, it's shady down there. And again, there's cold air blowing out. So it doesn't really make sense. They would be having heat stroke down there too. So, um, Oh, I got a stroke. <laughs> and it's pretty hot. <laughs> That's a two stroke motor. I got yeah. two stroke. Hand. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, and, uh, the safety surveyor guys are looking for what they call VOCs, which they do not define <laughs> on the fucking show. And I have the subtitles on when I, when I watch and take notes, but it's gotta be like something chemicals, right? They're looking for VOCs and other toxic chemicals. Yeah. It's like, like volatile. Yes, you're probably. I feel right. like I have again. I watched it, so maybe they cover it later. But that that does seem like probably something that I've heard. Up. Yeah, uh, a voice of consumer. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, uh, and that, like uh, toxic chemicals, like nerve agents, which could definitely could. Again, they're what I, I like. I love it. They're talking about let's test for things that could cause symptoms that could also cause or directly cause hallucinations and things like that. Right. Like, Something that would cause people to, you know, see shadow people and hear voices and stuff. So uh, I appreciate the scientific method at work here. Um, he, Snowder, says he received a very dangerous spike on his equipment from... And so to paint the picture here, there's kind of a, I don't know, a six or seven foot uh, kind of little cave sinkhole thing. And then within that, it, there is kind of a, like a, a two or three foot and maybe six inch wide at its most like sliver of, of that. They cannot tell how deep it goes. It could go down really, you know, they, they put their phone flashlight in there and they can't tell this is where the air is blasting out of. And apparently these, uh, enough of these, what they call plumes or spikes, um, almost like it was ventilated. Right. So it's like, mm. it's not all the time. It's like someone's turning off a switch and turning on a switch every now and then, or it's, it's like your AC or heater that's auto detecting the temperature and then turning on to keep things at a consistent temperature. Right. Yeah. So, uh, uh, volatile organic compound. Oh, uh, okay. That makes sense. Got it. Uh, just like my diarrhea. See. Um, talking head, Travis Taylor says now, but this sinkhole is quite far away from anything man-made. So these chemicals being there is really strange. So again, the fact that he's even getting, uh, momentary, very big spikes in the dangerous range, uh, even for a split second is weird, right? So it's not constant at least, which is a good thing. But, uh, and then back to, uh, on screen, Travis Taylor, uh, he's like, well, let's go down in there and say, man, like he's all excited. And so, and I'm like, and I'm like, okay, hold on. He's already told you that there's been spikes of dangerous levels of chemicals or, or fucking whatever microwaves or shit like that. You're not going to wear a mask, a ventilator, uh, anything like right, literally, extra layer of anything. <laughs> right. Like you're not even going to cover your mouth with your elbow or something like, no. uh, uh, the guy Snowder that runs one of the survey teams. He's like, he's like, here, let's just send the O2 sensor down there first and make sure that you could breathe. Okay. And, and he's like, yeah, it's a good idea. I don't want to die. And I'm like, yeah, but okay. Like also the, the top of the sinkhole is three feet from his head where he's going to be standing. And it's like a 10 foot opening. So it's not like yeah. he's, he's spelunking into a cave. They just like drop down a few feet. Yeah. A little ditch. I'm like, yeah. Again, fine to test everything. That, that's kind of my whole point, but it's like, just, just why don't you guys have cheap ventilators? If you're fucking worried about right. and stuff like that. But anyway, um, but I do like that point that 
the guy Snowder is saying that we would normally see these kinds of spikes from machinery or factory equipment or things like that. They're not, they don't really happen naturally, right? So the fact that they are happening intermittently like that and that they are that high should point to something artificial, which is why Travis Taylor's like, but there aren't any man-made things that they know of close around there, right? Unless, unless there's some massive thing underground that's pumping this stuff out. So, um, the RF guy, uh, gets another, also a uh, quick side note. Snowder, also part of the Boba Fett verse and the Pinot verse too. He's like bald guy, very tan, <laughs> uh, wears sunglasses, sunglasses, tan, all that stuff. But um, uh, gets another spike by the sinkhole, and uh, Travis. They keep cutting to him. They're you know they're teasing it a little bit. They just keep cutting to him like three or four times, and he's kind of blinking hard and he's looking sweaty and stuff. And then he finally says, he's like, "Hey guys, I, I, y'all feeling uh, swimmy headed? I'm feeling a little swimmy headed." <laughs> and uh, uh, he continues to feel it. He has to hold on to the wall because he feels off balance. And uh, But the funny thing is, the O2, the oxygen, is confirmed as completely consistent. So he should not be having these kind of vertigo, vertigo or typical lack of oxygen symptoms, right? And this is where we get dragons first. Well, that's not all right. <laughs> that's the commercial. Uh, <laughs> comes back to the next segment. Uh, Travis is out of the hole now. And he's like... And then, you know, he, he repeats about it. He's like, I felt this now. And he's like, I mean, but man, I, I felt like I was going to bonk. <laughs> and then, <laughs> to me, sounds like him saying like, I was going to blow my load or I was going to barf or <laughs> like I was going to brick or I was going to this or that or whatever. I was going to bonk. Yeah. Um, uh, the crazy thing that happens after this immediately is that he pulls out his phone and his phone battery is dead. And then he asked Thomas and one of the other guys and their fucking phones are dead and they were fully charged before too. So even more weird, uh, uh, obviously biological, you know, interaction with it, with, with Travis feeling. And also that's the crazy thing too, is that there were three or four people in the same spot that he was in when he was feeling this fatigue and all this stuff. And none of them felt a single lick of it at all. Only he felt it. So, yeah. Uh, as if again, this phenomena is directed at him or the skeptical side could be, or he's just his, his body is just more sensitive to whatever that energy signature or chemical or whatever is coming through there. Right. So, um, talking to Travis, uh, says, uh, I'm convinced that whatever happened to me down in that cave had nothing to do with oxygen levels or toxicity levels. So this is all still just energy spikes. Right. So, uh, they're back at the truck with the surveyor dudes. Cause they're going to, they're going to now analyze, um, the results of all their equipment because they were up there, you know, most of the day before Travis and Thomas went up there, and um, they confirmed that the sa- the overall safety of the expedition should be fine as long as they're in open air areas, they're fine, right? But obviously, if the other holes are anything like this one, then obviously proceed with caution because at any moment you could get these spikes of of toxic microwaves basically radiation too so uh but they're stoked at least that when they're walking around the ranch they're not going to get cooked alive so um the surveyor dude gives them snowder he gives them all what's called a dosimeter it's a little device that is basically a personal radiation meter and if it detects any high radiation it will ping the surveyor guy's equipment automatically too which is pretty cool so talking to travis says now these dosimeters will act like a canary in a coal mine again i appreciate that they always have him doing what he's good at, which is taking potentially complicated things and making it 
very simple yeah. to understand, you know. Um, and 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 Travis is stoked because you know he's two for two, two for two days. Like two sets of paranormal weird things have happened in the two days that he's been there, which is crazy. So, uh, and they also make the point, which I think they should have done earlier, that Homestead Two is right by that sinkhole. So that could also explain whether it's a chemical thing or a radiation thing or whatever that could explain, assuming that these are proven to cause hallucinations and things that could explain why that is a hot spot. Um, or on the flip side, it could explain why the phenomena is attracted to that hot spot. You never know. See, uh, we get a little Brandon Fugel segment again here, uh, about, I mean, it's weird. He gives he gives the basic history. I guess he gives his history with Skinwalker Ranch, and you know he's 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 like he's like I bought the ranch from Robert Bigelow in 2016 and blah blah. And so he it's all the stuff that they talked about in the first episode, pretty in depth. So I'm not sure why they're doing it again here. Maybe he has some fucking thing in the contract where he's got to be on the show for you know 38 yeah. seconds or more, like some bullshit. I don't know, but. Uh, and also the new intro of the show explains all the stuff he's explaining right now too. Right. Uh, the biggest piece of information out of this is that despite Robert Bigelow and his NIDS team and all that stuff being at Skinwalker Ranch every day for years, Bigelow did not share any of his results publicly except for what uh, George Knapp, the you know famous now investigator, uh, revealed in his whole report of the ranch in his document. Right. That's right. Pretty much it. So. Yeah, because again, he has government contracts and all these things. So anything he could have uncovered either went, you know, pay to play to the government or he buried down so he could use in his own tech. Now, there's conspiracies and there's need to know. And this is a yeah, need to right. know. So, that, I mean, hey, that was Travis that we, we oh, learned yeah. that from personally in the she shed. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, they head out uh, late in the afternoon of that same day. And they're going to do what Travis says is a good old fashioned stakeout. So they're going to, uh, they're going to go out at night and, uh, set up some camping gear and shit like that and look at, cause Travis wants to look at night visions, get it night, some nighttime phenomena, like the track, like the, the episode is called, uh, he wants to look at the ridgeline, the famous Mesa where the crazy lights have been captured on videos. Many times it was like the first piece of evidence that he was shown, at the very beginning of episode one in the conference room uh, by Brandon. So uh, he wants to see if he can see that shit. And and for some reason, he just cuts to them getting all packing up their stuff. And he's like, dragon, I guess I'll drive with you. <laughs> like he's always mm-hmm. and runs in the car. Uh, they make a cool little uh, campsite, a bunch of captain's chairs out there. Uh, very much like a Pliny the Younger event style, yeah, um, yeah. Uh, you know, setup. Uh, also side note, little episode of beer there, drunk that, but uh, uh, our good friend, Craig, uh, previous guest on um, bigger there drunk that uh, he <laughs> I thought he was kidding at first but he was not and it was cute because he was very sincere sends me a picture of a bottle of Pliny the Elder right and he goes hey have you ever drank this before <laughs> wait of Elder yes and I go and I was like are you serious and he was like he's like yeah this stuff's fucking delicious have you heard of it and I was like oh, I was like I was like Craig that beer is like one of the two or three beers that that caused the West coast IPA crate and all that. So like, and, and but then I told him all about the, the plenty, the younger event and all that stuff. And he then he's like, Oh yeah. I remember you telling me about, cause I would like take a day off work when I worked for him. Yeah. Do cause it was president is always pre- for the most part president's day. Exactly. But not always. So sometimes 
most of the time, I guess the places we work never had it off, but a lot of people did, which is why they would do that. Yep, exactly. So, um, yeah, I did not have it off today. So, and floating today, holidays. Say, yes. But um, anyway, um, Dragon is helping them unload in the she shed. No, he's helping them unload the gear and set it up. And he brings out a big flat screen TV and he's like, hey, what movie are we watching? Aliens, Predator, or what? <laughs> <laughs> idiot. Uh, also i'm like are you mormons even allowed to fucking watch that shit you know right right <laughs> well they are surprisingly yeah allowed to do weird things like that true and also i can't I'm, drink soda i'm curious i i'm only assuming i do not know if dragon is uh part of the right Jesus right because right. right. he also he says something later he's like i'm scared as shit of this stuff or i'm freaked out as shit like yeah, swearing stuff and, yeah Brandon specifically later in the episode is like, "Oh my gosh!" Like he, you know, specifically yeah, yeah, yeah. said, "You know, he's he's yeah." Uh, Dragon could just be a, a desert folk. That's true. Yes. Um, but uh, uh, Travis explains he's like, "Oh no, this is gonna be the monitor for all the night vision cameras, the infrared cameras." And Dragon's like, "Cool." <laughs> like it's just, <laughs> he's so fucking weird. Like he's he's clearly awkward in social situations, which is yeah. part of why it's entertaining, I guess. Uh. Because then when he's on camera and stuff, just talking, like doing talking head moments, he's, you know, he seems like a douche, but he seems like normal. But obviously he's awkward with what I'm sure is, again, slightly directed or produced conversations. Right. So. Right. Uh, Thomas, meanwhile, is in a fucking wild camo outfit. <laughs> he's in like a full body digicamo, like rust gray colored suit, whatever. I'm like, I'm like, which would be fine if all the rest of them were, but nobody else is. <laughs> So yeah. it's like, what are you fucking wearing? I was like, what does this guy have a friend that worked at five 11 tactical or some bullshit? Mm-hmm. Got a discount? But, uh, I, but I get it. <laughs> he is the fucking rancher dude. He's like, you know, I'm sure he just, that's half of his fucking wardrobe. So, um, cuts to nighttime, all their shit set up. They got the night vision infrared cams. Travis gives a little, uh, uh, lesson on how, you know, he's like the human, the human eye can only see so many color, you know, spectrums and frequencies with infrared sees kind of the, the, it widens the edges of that, you know, it's basically just saying the infrared camera can see colors and spectrum of spectrums of light that we cannot with the naked eye. So, uh, they bust out this cool green laser beam and they set it up on, um, one of those, what do they call it? A hunting blind or whatever, the little shack that's up. Yeah. On yeah. And uh, they set it up on there on a paint can, a, a can of bear paint <laughs> uh, yeah. that we, we don't see that at first. I, I was assuming that it was like set up like with a, its own tripod. It's like later on, he's like checking the batteries and it's just like on a fucking can of paint with like a wad of paper to point it up and mount it properly. But because uh, uh, I'm sure it's not a fucking cheap, you know, laser or whatever too. It's right. Just kind of the juxtaposition. But. Uh, the laser will help them to focus on a spot that they're observing with the cameras back at the little campsite. Um, and then, uh, so like if somebody sees something, they can shoot the laser on it and then, Hey, put all the cameras there and see if they can capture the phenomena. Right. So instead of them walkie talking back and forth and go, Hey, Hey, put the camera, you know, two clicks left here and up here and like whatever. Right. So, uh, they immediately notice a weird reflection happening, uh, with the laser off of the rock surface. And I, and I wrote like, it's kind of like when your watch catches or your phone catches the sun in your mm-hmm. room or in your car. And you can see, you can see a little fucking sunshine moving around. Then all of a sudden you're like, Oh, that's my phone or my watch or my Prince Albert piercing or something exactly. because your fucking kitties are playing with it. And that's usually how I figure it out when I'm, I'm like, oh, yeah. I'm yeah. like, why is, it fucking oh. why is Turkey fucking jumping on the wall? 
going nuts out. He's trying to catch the sun. Uh, but yeah, it's like a little cliffhanger uh, when when they're seeing this weird reflection. Um, I like that they didn't waste time thinking that it was a second light because clearly it was mirroring the movement of the fucking laser. You know, they're testing it out. So I'm glad they didn't like act like morons. But um, yeah. but it is weird because you're like, how the fuck is it reflecting off of what's supposed to be just dusty ass rocks on this mesa, right? So uh, they get Eric. <laughs> I forgot I wrote this. They get Eric off his fucking ass at Nerve Center. <laughs> climb up the fucking ridge at night with them. But uh, no, they 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 call Eric out of Nerve Center to monitor the campsite infrared camera, um, and 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 you know tell them like when they're getting close to the because I guess they also can't they can't see the laser. I guess either even though I didn't think the laser was infrared. I think it's just a laser. But they make a big deal when what happens next is like when they get to the laser as if they couldn't see, it. you know what I mean? Like they're like, yeah, that happened right when you got next to the laser or some bullshit, Did whatever. Yeah. Um, but, uh, uh, dragon and Travis Taylor go up the ridge. And I was like, that makes sense. Cause Eric is the, uh, the smallest swinging dicks and they're the biggest swinging dicks. So, um, they got to alpha his little, his little beta ass up there. And, um, plus, I mean, plus it is pretty gnarly. Not full on rock climbing, but basically hiking up a rocky ridge in the dead of night. It's pretty, yeah, pretty dangerous. So kudos to that. But um, <laughs> they're walking up, and Travis is like, "Man, it's like walking on Mars or something up there." <laughs> <laughs> uh, he points out that there's a lot of crystal in the rocks there, and he's fiddling around with the dirt. But he's like, he's like, he's like, "Oh, what's this? What's this?" He's trying to pick up little rocks and shine lights on it and things like that. But uh, we never really get an explanation as to why it's reflecting because immediately the fucking laser loses power inexplicably. So, oh, yes. uh, so they're, they're, they're walking Travis. They're like, Hey, did you do some of the lasers? Like, no, I don't know. And they're like, lasers off lasers off. And so goes and checks the laser and typical ghost hunting show shit. You know, he's like, he's like, I, I put the batteries in that laser right before we started here everything was the button was pressed down i don't know mm-hmm. he tried to like fix it he put new batteries in it fucking would not turn on again which is he's like he's yeah. like he he, he walks in and he's like hey laser is completely dead guys and so travis is like i think that is crazy that as soon as we got here the laser ran out and then dragon's like unfortunately it's typical yeah <laughs> usual shit here uh back on its bull pucky hmm. um uh, but I was like, once again, it's as if the phenomena is purposefully toying with them and doesn't want them to test this experiment. You know what I mean? Like as soon as they're about to maybe be able to set up something to find something out, it's just like, nope, you can go fuck yourself, you know? So, um, this is crazy too. They, so there's a string of events here that are, is gnarly. They're look, they're back looking at the, you know, cause now the laser thing is a fucking wash. So they walk back to the camp and they're, they look on the on the camera, the infrared camera, and the whole fucking top of the ridge is glowing. Like, it looks like there's a light across, you know, some, I don't know, a few hundred feet of the top of the ridge that's mm-hmm. either, like, ri- not, I don't want to even say rising up, but it's getting kind of brighter, and it's like, it's like, and then it kind of fades and gets brighter again. So you really can see the silhouette of, of the ridge. Then, this is, like, the biggest thing that they... They show it on camera. You can fucking hear it very clearly on the camera. And then they never talk about it again. The rest of the episode, you hear this crazy fucking snarly growl happen very close. It's captured on all their microphones. It's literally just like a like it's a fu- and I'm like, what? And they're they look scared as shit, but they're like, 
you know, it cuts to talking head Travis and he's like, he's like, now, you know, we're out there in wilderness. It's understandable. That could be a mountain lion. That could be a, you know, this. And I'm like, if it was any of those fucking things, you guys didn't do it. They didn't do anything about it. They didn't go fucking shine lights. They didn't look like, I yeah. was like, whether it's an animal or a fucking weird demonic entity or something trying to scare you, either of those are terrifying. So it's like, what the fuck made that growl? Like, I hope they right, come right. back to it, but the next episode is all about them fucking digging in that secret room, you know, mm-hmm. in one of the homesteads. So I don't think they do, but I, this is like, I guess my first critique of the show where I'm like, how did they just fucking pass that by? Like I am, my mind was blown. I was like, how, like I thought that was going to be like the rest of the episode was the growl, you know? Right. But, um, cause they didn't have to even enhance the fuck. I mean, as far as we know, they didn't have, maybe they're playing the enhanced audio for the audience without telling you they didn't even do a repeat of it. I went back and listened, but I was like, that's fucking, cr-. it's like a extended long growl. Yeah. Uh, and it's not an EVP. So it just sounds like a fucking normal animal growling at them. So, um, but then with their naked eyes, they can now see the fucking light uh above the top of that mesa so now it's not behind it like silhouetting it now it's like now it's like the fucking uh uh evo shandor ritual at the end of ghostbusters like above it looks like the fucking clouds are gathering in this crazy weird storm vortex all the the lights are just like flickering and going up you know it's pulsing it's flashing it's it's nuts and then on the camera they can't see this with their naked eye fucking beams of light form out of the ground and are shooting up and then they fade and it fucking comes from somewhere else i was just like this is nuts you know so yeah um i I know it's stupid but it's like this is just so much more satisfying to at least be seeing something in real yeah just not talking about the same old shit (laughs) exactly so that could have would have should have how it happened yeah recounting events they're out there living it yeah which is why hell you're so much fun because it's like even that show that obviously not a lot happens but um, you're at least experiencing it. Right. With them. Like when, when the fucking log and then the star balloon happens in season two, you're just, I'm like, you gotta be fucking kidding me. What? Like, I was like, as they're talking about the blue five point star and all this, but it's just like, all this shit is like nuts, you know? So, yep. um, uh, 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 goes to commercial, comes right back. Um, still looking at the beams coming out. Now it was, funny. <laughs> it was funny because then all this crazy shit's going on. And then it juxtaposes with them, taking like a big piece of cardboard and taping aluminum foil on it. like it's a weird like third grade science project or something like that i mean it's it's smart they're, they're what they're doing is they're making a reflecting surface so that they can because now travis wants to test if uh those same spikes those same microwave spikes uh are coming from the direction of all the phenomena they're seeing the lights and all that shit which is yeah. really smart and so they're reflecting it and they have the same little meter thing because I guess the aluminum foil will like just 100 percent bounce, you know, bounce shit off of it like that uh, because it's metal. Uh, and they confirm they're 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 going around. They're showing the fucking machine. It's getting lower and lower the more that they reflect away from the the mountainside. And as soon as they are reflecting directly at it, that's when it's spiking. So that is really fascinating uh, that the energy is at its most when that light is happening. So it seems like the general energy of the phenomena, at least on the Mesa, is matching what they were testing at, like, you know, I mean, on the Mesa, which makes sense, right? But they, but, and maybe those lights and shit are going on all day and they can't see them just because it's not at night with their infrared cameras, you know? So, yeah. Um, and uh, talking to Travis Taylor gives you a little, a little uh, uh, context here. He's like, now we're measuring microwaves at the level 
like you're standing next to a microwave oven with the door open and it's a few feet away, but it's still working. And that is pretty crazy because you are, that's why the, why, why all microwaves are set to automatically shut off when you open the door because it is dangerous to be next to them. Right. So, um, see, uh, oh, and then, so they're, 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 they're now testing. They have, they have not keep in mind, they have not dug a single thing in this episode. I don't know if they watched Doug. Uh, at whether it was the the original Nicktoons version or if it was the kind of shitty ABC Family version later, but they nobody has dug on the ranch today, and yet Thomas's head starts hurting really fucking bad, distending. Yes, uh, and so he's like, and so you know they're talking about it. They're still out at the campsite. And he's like, oh my head is just fucking pounding, and this it's throbbing, I'm aching for it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, after he says he's aching for it, that's when Dragon mugs at the camera and goes, that's not all right. <laughs> <laughs> now that's what I'm talking about. Uh, the, he does say that. Now, obviously, Thomas is not asking for, for erotic pleasure. But, yeah, uh, yeah. but Dragon goes, oh, that's not all right. So uh, Thomas and uh, Dr. Sagala are saying, so they're confirming. They're like, it's not that he's saying it's not the same pain, but it is in the same spot as the previous time that this happened to him. So dragon's like all right get the hell out of here right now and travis travis is back they're back at uh one of the at the nerve center place and uh uh travis is like kind of legit shitting his pants yeah, he's actually jarred here <laughs> yeah. yeah uh because i was like oh he's probably feeling a little responsible for what happens and then he literally and then literally uh sagala to him is like you know this is serious you know this this could be life-threatening and he's like He's like, yeah, man. I mean, I, I, I he should go to emergency room right now. He should go. To, you, now, now get it. Hey, you guys, you need to be in the car right now. Get to the ER right now. And then it cuts to talking to Travis, and he's like, he's like, I would hate to feel that I was responsible in any way for Thomas having this uh, potentially life, you know, all that kind of stuff. But it's like, it's nuts that 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 somebody is having the same person is having this fucking reaction again, right? Because right? they're <laughs> they walk onto a weird scene. They walk into a weird scene in that. Uh, um conference room area and it's like it's dragon's other dude the big redhead dude and he's like they're like in it behind a closed door and he's rubbing thomas's head of course it just looks yeah. kind of funny, but, but he's like he's like yeah is it, he's like is it swollen he's like yeah that's so that's the same fluid right there i'm like oh out of context this seems very very hot but um uh it's weird when they're cutting to thomas too like he almost looks like he's getting faint or like he's kind of checking out a little bit. Like it's some like Travis is trying to tell him, go to the ER. He's kind of looking at him like he's, he's about to pass out or something. And, uh, Travis is finally like, and because they're not moving out to the car. He's like, there's no reason for us to talk about this any further. It's bizarre. And then dragons like bizarre is not the word. It's scary. (laughs) I think I should call Brandon. (laughs) Yeah. And, and then I was like, fucking tattletale dragon, you stupid asshole. But you piece uh, of shit. Yeah. The last segment here, uh, they get Brandon on the phone. They, uh, he and Eric, you know, Travis and Eric, uh, uh, tell, sorry, dragon and Eric, tell him what happened. And, uh, and again, it is crazy because now there was no digging and, and a very similar, if not the exact same thing has happened to Thomas, right? So this is where we get Brandon saying, oh my gosh, because uh, he can't take the Lord's name in vain. And, and dra- oh, Dragon goes, yeah, it has me rattled as shit. And, uh, <laughs> and Eric's like, I, I don't know what we did to trigger it. And Dragon's like, all we did was shine lights at the Mesa. He's like, you know, I'm armed to the teeth here and I might as well be carrying a fly swatter. You know, it's <laughs> beyond frustrating. 
<laughs> me, which just shows that it's like, dude, like you've been on, you've been working for this ranch for like a fucking year or two now. You already know by now you can't just fucking shoot an AK-47 at a ghost or a shadow finger right. or a portal Bigfoot or something like that, you know. But um, uh, Brandon uh, on the phone, he's like, Eric, Dragon, I need to get out there immediately. <laughs> hmm. uh, talking head, uh, Brandon now comes on. He's, he's like, he's like, now, what I, what, the biggest lesson that I have learned since owning the ranch is... If you don't approach the ranch with reverence and humility, bad things happen. And uh, and it's funny because it it, it uh, brought up this line in a book I have not finished all the way yet, but uh, I'm reading through Patrick Harper's Demonic Reality, which is really good. Um, wrote in the '90s, but uh, uh, it's all it's it's a very similar to like Keel and Valet, where it's it's a he's. He's, you know, has has a theme for the book, has a theme for the parts of the book, has a theme for the chapter, whether it's, you know, like ladies in white or the Virgin Mary sightings or things like that. Right. And he's talking about all these similarities and things like that of the patterns right with them. And he's quoting people and he has all this fucking footnotes and everything. It's great. So uh, and it reads really well. But he does say something um, that uh, where it's kind of like the like it's, it's the segment where it's like. But why? Like, why? Why are? What? Why is this phenomena doing all of this stuff? And it's kind of exploring all the possibilities of that. And basically, long story short, short story long, I guess, he says that above all things, demons need one, only one thing: they need to be heated. Right? Like, they don't care if it's fucking bad, good, or whatever. They just want you to fucking do what they're telling you to do, or do what they're showing you, or go on the path they open for you, whatever. Like, cause there's like, there's tons of examples of what they'll call gifting, right? Like people will, people will fucking ask for something or like, you know, Alistair Crowley will do a ritual to try to bring something into the world or whatever. And, you know, he's given a, a dead raccoon or whatever the fuck he asked for, you know, like I asked for a skull or whatever. And then when people don't take those things that they're gifted, uh, that's when fucking, they start having paranormal activity back at their home or they start having fucking uh, night terrors, like, you know, crazy shit like that always starts happening because they didn't heed the, they didn't, they didn't fucking do their part of the deal. Right. So, um, which is kind of scary where it's like, if this phenomenon is sentient, it, it just gets off on let on manipulating you in doing what it wants you to do. Right. So, um, but uh, Travis ends the episode with, the kind of existential realization that shit just got real in the realest sense of the world. He's like, he's like, I, I have to ask myself after all this, I mean, is it dangerous? Are we literally putting ourselves at risk just by being here? And then it's like hard cut next episode of secret of skinwalker ranch. That one's called looking down. Um, and, uh, this is the episode where, uh, uh, not spoiling anything. Cause it says it in the little stinger here that there might be, so it's kind of going into like potential um, ritual or criminal causes for this kind of stuff where they think that there are uh, might even be human or biological bones or human bones in this secret room in one of the homesteads and they, they cut it open. So that's looking yeah. down, which is next episode. But uh, that's it for Night Visions season two or season one episode two of Secret of Skinwalker Ranch. Yeah. Uh, it was a fun, I mean, the second time I've seen it, but it was a fun episode and, uh, the, the fucking growl and the lights and the fucking head injury thing. Again, it's like, it's just like a fascinating 
chain of events that's like you know i i I don't think that they're faking it you know what i mean so yeah 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 yeah. um very odd yes um but uh yeah if you liked uh hungry for skinwalker ranch presented by probing ancient aliens oh i should do this hold on is it gonna happen oh i turned down the volume Oh, we're getting horny here now. Uh, if you like the show, if you like what we just heard, go over to patreon.com slash probing ancient aliens for two exclusive podcasts every single month. And again, we'll post those up in the next week because the month is almost over. Uh, blackholesupplycompany.com for all your probing ancient aliens merchandise needs, disc golf disc needs, and apparel needs. Hopefully some Pinot shirts and uh, uh, Hungry for Skinwalker Ranch shirts. Well, if y'all like that art from today, we're going to, I mean, I'm going to post yes. it anyway as okay. a shirt. Yes, but yeah. put it up there, man. I'll buy it. Uh, and uh, at least I'll buy it. <laughs> <laughs> Just funnel that Patreon money right back into our store. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's called Overhead. <laughs> heard of it. Uh, <laughs> head over to Instagram.com backslash probing ancient aliens for all your Instagram probing needs. And then uh, over at Twitter at probing aliens because I couldn't fit ancient in the Twitter handle there. Um, thanks for subscribing to the show. Thanks for liking the show. Thanks for telling your friends about the show. And again, let us know how you're liking this little this little side project of uh, Hungry for Skinwalker Ranch. And other than that, see, yeah, I'm going to we'll go. See. I was down the she shed. <laughs> and whipping up my hee hole. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, we made a mess. Bye. Bye.